0: Now, that is a knife. It's actually a special gift that was given to k for his birthday. Uh, this is a gun, well, a pistol of some kind, and a souvenir from Italy. And usually we relate these things to crime, bad people stealing things. So stick them up, I'm going to steal your money. But is it possible that in life there's more things to steal than just money or things? Because we tend to relate being dishonest, cheating, stealing, lying with things, But I'd really love you to consider that there might be some other things that can be stolen. And as adults, as parents, teachers, coaches, bosses, leaders, and I always use those as an example because are we responsible as any of those for young adults learning what being a great human being actually means? And if I said to you, give me 10 words to describe a great human being, I'm sure you wouldn't give me liar, cheat, thief, disrespectful, dishonest, lack of integrity, horrible person. I'm pretty sure that the opposite words would come out. A great human being is somebody who is honest and loyal and has integrity and is respectful and disciplined and treats people respectfully. So if if we want to teach that to our young adults, we don't want to steal any of those out of their future. Do we, as, as adults, as teachers, coaches, bosses, leaders, do we need to live the example of what those things are? Now, if I said to you, have you ever stolen anything, you'd probably say no, or maybe you did. And I've got a really ugly story. I think I was 12 or 13 years of age. I was trying to get in with the in crowd at school, so I shoplifted. And I did it on purpose because I wanted to prove that I was the tough guy. Uh, The police came because I stole a lot of stuff. Uh, My father came and picked me up from the police station, popped me in my bedroom and said, stay there and think for yourself what you've done. Uh, And then remember, I'm an old, chronologically old lady. So back in those days, it was very normal to get a strap across the back of your legs, which is exactly what I got. It was more painful sitting in my bedroom, by the way, waiting for my father to strap me because he put me in there without any anger, without any aggression, and you said, you have done the wrong thing. Think about what you did. You stole something that doesn't belong to you. You took something and didn't pay for it, and you didn't own it. Is that respectful? And I'll use that as the definition for stealing, taking something that doesn't belong to you, uh, not paying for it, taking it away from somebody. And is there, or are there many opportunities in our life where we could be doing that without even realising it? And should we stop it? And it's a great question that I ask myself every day because I don't want to be a thief. I don't want to be dishonest. I don't want to be lacking in integrity. I want to be a respectful person. How about you? So the first one that I deal with on a day-to-day basis, and I'm going to ask you this question very, very... It's For me, it's a tough question to ask. Have you ever stolen somebody's dream where somebody's come to you and said, I've got a creation, an invention, an idea, I want to start a business, I want to start a new career path, I want to change my career path and you've said to them, you can't do that, you're too old, too young, too inexperienced, you don't have enough money, you're too tall, too short, too fat, too skinny. There's a whole heap of reasons why people say that, you can't do it. Uh, and I deal with that because people share their dreams with me. We want to get them started. This is a, Max is an international fitness business college where we aim to create or we give people the tools, the skills, tools, and knowledge to be able to not just chase their dream but achieve it, open up a business, make creation or invention real, change their career path. And often people will share their dream with me and within 24 hours or sometimes even sooner, Somebody in their life has stolen their dream. Somebody said to them, you can't do it. There's too many exercise professionals. There's too many gyms. There's too many restaurants or cafes. There's too many builders. There's too many people doing what you want to do. You'll never be able to do it. And because it was somebody that they respected, an adult, a boss, a leader, a parent, a teacher, Uh, they allowed that person to steal their dream. So there's probably two questions there. Would you ever allow somebody to steal your dream and would you ever steal somebody's dream? And of course, I'm pleased asking, what right would we have as adults to steal somebody's future? If somebody's got an idea, uh, uh, something they want to do with their life, what right do we have to tell them that they can't do it? Uh, There's too much proof and uh, and, and not just proof, but people who had absolutely there's no way they could have done it. We could have all looked at that situation and said that's impossible, can't be achieved. And that person didn't believe what everybody told them, and they went out and did it anyway. Uh, one of the ones that comes to mind straight away for me is every time I see a plane flying in the air, I always wonder how the hell does that thing get off the off the ground, particularly when it's got 400 people on it and all their baggage. But That originally, the the people that decided that humans could fly, the rest of the world said, no, you can't. But the people who wanted to fly said, we're going to find out a way. We're going to to keep going until we work out a way to fly. So please don't steal people's dreams and please don't allow somebody else to steal your dream. The next one that I always consider, and this is, again, something that I deal with on a day-to-day basis, is what happens if you steal somebody's time or they're respecting your profession? So if somebody comes to you for advice, and this is obviously very uh, specific to me because I'm an exercise professional and I have to deal with this every day, people go to an exercise professional, they go to a personal trainer, to a gym, to a boot uh, boot camp, to a class, and they have the right to expect that the person that's teaching that class understands how the human body works and will look after their body. So they invest time and money, time and money, Into somebody, and if that person isn't qualified or doesn't have the knowledge or doesn't know how to help that person, could that be considered stealing or dishonest? Uh, If you are required to get a certain amount of knowledge for your profession, whether you're a lawyer or a doctor or an exercise professional or a builder. If, if you have a piece of paper that says, I know how to build houses, I know how to cut hearts open, I know how to get people healthy, fit and strong, because that's what that piece of paper says. The truth on that paper says, you can trust me because I've done the education and the qualification to be able to give you the result or the outcome that you want. Yet every single day that the world is bombarded with stories of builders who didn't know what they were doing or surgeons who made a mistake because they weren't qualified or hadn't done the right qualifications or exercise people, and I can't call them professionals, who uh, people believed them to have done a qualification or to be insured or to have the in-depth understanding of how to get somebody fit and strong. And they either did just enough to pass the test to get the qualification. And then unfortunately, I live in a world where there are a lot of people who are pretending to be qualified. Now, uh, I don't know which way to, to put that on out on the table. You can say it's only a half lie, but there's a great quote that says a half half truth is a full lie. If you're telling people that you can help them to get healthy, fit and strong, should they be able to trust that you have the qualifications, the in-depth knowledge and the understanding of how to do that? And if you don't have the qualifications, understanding and knowledge, could that be stealing people's time and money? And this is a very confrontational question for me to ask, but it's a world that I live in. And I have to deal with the reverse of that, because I have a lot of people who come into my life because I have an international fitness business college. And they say to me, Rowie, I've wasted my time, I've wasted my money, I've trusted somebody with my body and they've screwed me around. Uh, And I just think that that's dishonest. it's lacking integrity and it's bad for our profession. So I'll ask the question again, whether you're a lawyer or a doctor or a builder or an electrician or a car salesperson or whatever it is that you do, can people trust that you know what you're doing? You've got the knowledge and the understanding and the in-depth uh, ability to be able to help them with whatever challenge they come to you with. And I think that if we if we say that we've got that and we don't have it, could that be dishonest? Could that be lying? Another one that's very confrontational for me because I absolutely hate being late, I hate it. Uh, and when I am, I just, I do, I feel like a thief. Because if I've said to somebody, I'm going to be there at this time, uh, every minute after that, I'm stealing their time and I hate doing that. Now, I know that life happens and it happens to me. I now live uh, way, way away from everywhere and I have to drive through two very uh, dangerous roads through gorges to get to a main town uh, and it's often black ice on the road or it's snowing or it's windy or there's lots of things going on uh, and I just, I hate being late but sometimes the world takes over and you are. But have you ever dealt with people that are chronically late? <laughs> uh, and there's a, a, I think it's a joke by a comedian where everybody's sitting in the office and somebody races into the office and says, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm late. Uh, it was traffic." And the answer was, "Well, how do you think we got here by helicopter?" one of the things I've learned as an old lady that if you really are committed to not stealing people's time that you would plan for that. So you have a look at the traffic report, you have a look at the weather report and you work out how long it's going to take you extra to get to wherever you have to go because of the conditions. Uh, And um, this is a very... Again, I'll I'll share it. I think this is very confrontational because we seem to live in a world now where being five minutes late or 50 minutes late or two hours late. For some people, it doesn't matter. Uh, But could that be that you're sharing with the person that you're supposed to be meeting up with? uh, I'm more important than you and you can wait around for me and I just think that that's stealing people's time. What do you think? And I don't want to be a thief. Uh, The next one, again, that's very confrontational for me is... uh, somebody's self-esteem and self-confidence and that often comes in the form of uh, gossip and criticism and putting people down and negativity. Uh, if, If you are constantly surrounding the people in your life with positivity and happiness and joy and and praise and compliments, is it possible that they will feel better about themselves? Now, I understand, like you did, that self-esteem comes from the inside and it shouldn't matter what's going on on the outside, we should just be strong on the inside. But self-confidence definitely comes from external uh, forces (laughs) Uh, if it's a nice day, people are usually feeling better. If, if they get complimented and praised and told that they're really good at something, people tend to feel better about themselves. It in- increases and improves their self-confidence. If somebody's constantly downgraded and you're not good enough and you're stupid and and uh, you can't do it and it's not possible for you and there's this constant uh, barrage of negativity and Uh, gossip and criticism and putting people down is it possible that would be stealing somebody's self-confidence and I've seen that happen I'm sure you have too so many times where somebody wants to be a singer or a dancer or a sports person or a business person but everybody around them just says you're too fat or you're not coordinated or you can't sing or you can't dance uh, it's never going to work out for you, and people actually they take that on board and believe it, and it affects their self confidence. So we've stolen their ability to go forward. Self esteem and self confidence are our driving force. Self esteem is our internal engine. Yeah, if you've got a V eight engine driving you forward, you can go faster. If you and you can go with more power, and you can do it with more confidence because you've got you can put your foot down. When you've only got a tiny little engine and uh, it can be affected by so many things, if your uh, self-esteem, your internal engine isn't working properly, is it possible that your future could be stolen? Your ability to believe in yourself and do the things that you want to do. So I always ask this question. When somebody comes to you with, how are you today? Do you give them, I'm awesome, amazing and fantastic, just like you? Now, they're just words, but they're words that I'm very conscious of. I want to share with people that they are awesome and they are special and they are unique and they can do what they want to do rather than, not too bad, I wish it was Friday, I'm miserable. And because people, if you are a leader, a boss or a coach, if people are looking up to you and you're giving them negativity and you're not praising them and you're criticizing them and you're putting them down and pointing out their faults, Is it possible that self-esteem and self-confidence could be stolen very quickly? There's that great quote, people do more of what they're praised for and none of what they're criticized for. Have you ever been in that situation where somebody's criticized you for something and you never want to do it again? Versus even if you know you're not that good at it, but somebody praises you and helps you and wants to, to hold you accountable to achieving your goal, you're more likely to do it because of somebody else's belief in you. That's another great quote. Sometimes you've got to believe in other people's belief in you so that you can get a belief in yourself. And I would never like to steal somebody's self-belief. So when somebody comes to me and says, I want to do this, the only thing that I ever say is awesome. When are we gonna do it? How are we gonna do it? What's the, uh, the plan you've got in place? And if you haven't got a plan, let's make sure that I can help you with that plan so that whatever it is that you want to achieve happens. Because most people can't see past their own personal education or their own personal experience. Now, I've never, let's pick one, I've never opened a restaurant. But I know that restaurants can be opened. So if somebody comes to me and says, I want to open a restaurant, I would never dare say you can't do that because millions of people have done it. So if millions of people have done it, you can do it too. But the ones that I get really excited about are the people that come to me with an idea that's never been done before. And sadly, most people, given that uh, story or that experience, they say, well, that's never been done before. What makes you think you can do that? And I'm the opposite. That's never been done before. That's awesome. That's awesome. How are we going to do it? How can I help you do it? What's your plan so far? And let's brainstorm. And there's another one of my favorite quotes. If you're going to brainstorm, storm with people who have a brain. Don't take your idea or your creation or your invention or your big dream to people who are going to steal it. Make sure you share it with people that are going to just ask that that simple question. First of all, that's awesome. Of course, you can do it. Now, how are we going to do it? Let's put a plan into place to make sure that it can be done. So if somebody says to you, uh, how are you today? And I'm going to use this as a very simple example. If you're negative, if you're tired, if you've got a headache, if you've got a sore foot, if you're stressed, is it possible that you're adding A, no value to their life? And if you're supposed to be a leader... And you're delivering negativity to the world, is it possible that you could steal somebody's happy day? Now, nobody could do that to me. You could tell me that you've got a sore foot and a headache and you've had a terrible day and you're really stressed, and it's not going to affect my personal well being because I protect my well being. But did you know that if you talk negatively to some people and they think that you're supposed to be positive, you're actually stealing the positivity out of their day? Versus if you're always, if people come to you with negativity and you turn it into a positive, which is something I'm very conscious of. And what if today you decided every time somebody brings something negative to me, I'm going to look for a way to turn it into a positive. And I just use some simple ones. People say to me, it's raining. And I say, yes, it's free water coming out of the sky. Rowie, there's heaps of traffic on the road. And I say, no, there's cars on the road. And that means that business is going well and people are going places and, and the world's turning over. Uh, Roey, I've had a terrible day. Isn't that awesome? Because it means you've learnt from today, so whatever you've learned from today, you can apply to tomorrow. Rowie, I've got a sore foot. Isn't that awesome? Because when you've got a sore foot, it means that your immune system can go into to action and repair it. Did you know that some people have a rare disease where they don't feel any pain and they end up losing their toes and their fingers and they get hurt all the time because they don't feel any pain. The pain mechanism in our, in our body is awesome. Roey, I'm injured. Awesome. If it doesn't kill you, it makes you stronger. And who thinks that we can go through life without getting injured or getting sick at some stage? And what if we learn from every experience rather than whinging and moaning and complaining about it? What can we learn from this and how can we get better, tougher and stronger from it? They're some of the things that I always use to turn negativity into positivity versus oh yeah, I'm really tired, I'm stressed, I'm busy, oh, my life's terrible. And then have you noticed that some people feel like they have to join into your pity party? So if you're, you're moaning, other people will moan with you. If you're whining... I will probably suggest, would you like some cheese with that wine? (laughs) It's really awesome to laugh. It's really awesome to add positivity into people's lives rather than stealing their negativity. So I don't ever want to be considered a thief or a cheat or a liar. I want to add positivity into people's lives and add to their lives, not steal from it. How about you? Here's a really interesting one and and very controversial. Uh, I'm an absolute passionate, uh, respectful fan of people who create things. I love artists, music, uh, sports people who who create a new play of how to play basketball or football or or boxers who who are really good at a particular way of boxing. I love creativity in everybody and I love passion in everybody. And one of the things that's really challenging in our world uh, is this thing called let's copy, let's Um, steal somebody's idea or somebody's product now that could be a business idea that you steal but the the most interesting form of it is fake designer brands where you can go to a market or you can go to a this is a street stall or you can go online and you can buy a fake designer handbag or fake designer watch or uh, pick any top designer in the world some of them are more copied than others uh, and you can buy fake ones now, I'd just like you to consider this. Imagine that you've come up with a great idea or a beautiful piece of art or you've created a beautiful handbag and it's your design and you love it and it came from your heart and your passion and your drive and your, and your 200 years of being in business. So I'll use the, the company that's one, one of the companies that's the most copied is Louis Vuitton. Uh, there's more uh, fake Louis Vuitton handbags in the world than real ones. Imagine being the person that designed the bag. It's your bag, your idea, your concept. And somebody copies it and sells it for one-tenth of the price or, or pretends that it's yours. They actually put your name on it, but it's not your name. Imagine how that would make you feel. And I'm asking this because every time I see a fake design or anything, it makes me sad. Somebody has put time, effort, energy, money, passion, drive, enthusiasm and commitment into that piece of art, whether it's a piece of clothing or a watch or a car or a piece of music or a book. Sometimes people share with me, oh, Roy, I've, I've got this. And this is just a, this thing for me. Roy, I've uh, downloaded a book or I've downloaded a, a podcast. I'll send it to you. Uh, something that, that they paid for which I wouldn't have paid for. And I just can't do that because the person that created that podcast or that book, it costs them time and energy and money and focus and commitment. And I think that that deserves to be rewarded with what is in our society value, which is money. And we can't live without money. uh, You might come from a country where you can, but I don't. The Western world, if you don't have any money, it's very difficult to live. And people create beautiful things and products and services and books and songs and, and beautiful things because it's their way of sharing their passion with the world. And the reward that they get back is dollar value. And yet there's so many people that think it's perfectly okay to steal that from somebody and sell it cheaply. Uh, And I'm just asking, this is just a very personal thing for me, and again, very confrontational. I don't want to be the person that steals somebody's creativity, steals their design. And I'm asking perhaps to consider that that would be disrespectful and it would be considered stealing. So there's a lot of things to consider there, rather than just, I'm going to rob your house or rob the bank. (laughs) Is it possible that we can rob people of their self-esteem, of their respect, of their creativity, of their future, of their self-belief, because we are uh, not adding to their life, we're detracting from it. So what if we decide from this day forward that we would never steal, we would never cheat, we would never lie? Uh, lying's an interesting one because people say, oh, well, you can't always tell the truth. Uh, what Wouldn't the world just consider, and if you've ever seen the movie, it's a Jim Carrey movie called Liar Liar, and he actually can't lie, he has to tell the truth. And one of the things I love about that movie is how different the world would be if we were just honest. We, is it possible we would live our lives differently knowing that we had to be honest? So if somebody asks us a question, because often, and i use this as an example, people ask for feed forward. I call it feedback. Feed I call it feed forward. But technically, they're not asking for feedback. And what they're asking for is, please tell me I'm awesome. So the question is, what do you think of this? Do you think it's awesome? And if you don't think it's awesome, you can't really say that now because they've said, no, well, I think I think it's awesome. But what if we told the truth? Now, it could be hurtful, could be painful. But could we become better, stronger, wiser, better people if we got the truth every time rather than some story? Imagine if every time you went out on a first date, you actually got the truth rather than somebody pretending to be somebody else. Imagine if you went to an interview and you told the truth and the business told the truth and you didn't start the relationship until you both decided that you could live with each other's faults as well as your strengths. We often, uh, and it might not even be that we lie, we just exaggerate the truth. Well, isn't that a lie? exaggerating the truth it's not really the truth it's a, it's an interesting version of the truth uh, I'm just sharing my personal thoughts with you because I deal with everyday people who somebody's stolen their dream somebody's trying to steal their future somebody's tried to steal their self-belief or they have uh, somebody's stealing their positivity somebody's even stealing their sense of humor and this is <laughs> this is my last request please if somebody's telling you a joke and you've already heard that joke before Is it possible that you could laugh twice at the same joke? Because often when somebody starts to tell a joke, somebody else will say, I've heard that joke before. Now, the person telling the joke, if that's ever happened to you, did you want to continue the joke? Probably not. Did you ever tell a joke again? Probably not. (laughs) In fear of somebody saying, I've heard that joke before. Imagine just laughing twice at the same joke. We, we listen to a song more than once if we love it, sometimes thousands and thousands of times. Why not laugh two or three or 10 or 50 times at the same joke? Why not give it a crack? Please don't steal people's sense of humor. Please don't steal people's ability to tell a joke or the desire to tell a joke by being the, oh, I've heard that joke before. <laughs> Please don't steal any kind of positivity out of somebody's life. The world has so little positivity now. We actually have to go searching for it. So what if you were the person that added positivity and happiness and joy and good fun things into people's lives rather than stealing it? And my last quote, do you light up a room when you walk in or when you walk out? Are people happy to see you because you add value to the, to the, lo- to the room, to the experience, to the group? Or when you leave, do people say, Thank God she's gone? Let's add value to our world and let's be happy people. Could that be a really good idea? Ha! Huh. If you're happy and you know it, tell a joke and laugh. If you're happy and you know it, put a smile on your face and keep it there. If you're happy and you know it, then you really ought to show it. If you're happy and you know it, sing a happy song every so often and laugh a lot. Woohoo! Ha <laughs> ha!